Welcome to the Success Podcast, where we talk about our journey to becoming wealthy and all the things we're learning along the way. I'm Daniel, and this is Nick, and we're documenting the successes and the failures we experience on our journey to wealth and building our business empire. We hope you find this to be valuable. Enjoy. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about sales. Now, this is part of our little mini-series that we're doing between branding, sales, and marketing. Um, we just went over branding, so hopefully you watched that one. Today we're going to go over sales, which essentially branding was just kind of building your goodwill, building your trust with your customer. Sales is going to be cashing in on that, basically. You're going to liquefy your goodwill and turn that trust and that goodwill into actual sales and money so that you can be profitable and actually sustain a business. So really... People are going to buy from you because they trust you. Like, that's the whole thing. So you're getting these people to trust you while you brand, so they can trust your brand. And then they're going to buy from you because they trust you. And they think that what you have to offer is so good that they're going to pull out their credit card. They're going to buy it. And then it's your job to take that and deliver the value. So there's lots of different ways of how you can sell. Yeah, I'd specifically mention that. Because they trust you, they also believe that what you are selling is worth more than what you're selling it for. So, like, they believe that you have higher value than cost. And the, your brand will help you create a bigger difference, basically, along with your offers. But, um, yeah, basically, your brand creates trust and helps people see a value to price discrepancy that will allow you to sell which is what we're going to be talking about today um how sales works is basically you just try and initiate a transaction that's it so things like anytime you see a facebook ad it's not the case every time but most facebook ads are direct to offer campaigns so When you click on it, it takes you to a landing page that, well, hopefully it takes you to a landing page. If it's a bad campaign, then it will just take you to a storefront and that's like a brick wall and no one will buy anything. But if they're doing it right, (laughs) it will take you to a landing page that is selling you an offer with some products in it. And then you either decide to buy it or not based on the branding that they've got on their site and in their sales copy. So, <laughs> Right. If their sales copy is good enough, then they'll be able to you know, show the value of this thing that they're selling, and hopefully the customer can see that. I mean, that's your job, to help the customer see the value, and then at that point, they'll be able you know, it's buying a Lamborghini for $10,000. There's so much value in it for so little price that they're going to pull out their credit card and go buy that thing. Right. Um, and really, I mean... You can do that through like the paid ads like that through Facebook. They're done through Instagram too. They're done through Google. Like there's all sorts of ways to advertise yeah, online. There's tons of ads platforms. Right. Even like you can Pinterest. Ad- you could advertise. <laughs> yeah, even like Pinterest, like weird little things. Um, YouTube, TikTok, all sorts of stuff. Um, there's ads that you can put like out in the world, like on a billboard, things like that. Yeah. There's like, ads you can do that there. That can also be direct to offer. Right. Um, cold calls where you're just calling people. I mean, just literally calling up numbers and getting people to answer and selling them. 
which is really, really difficult and really boring, but it can be helpful, you know, especially yeah. if you are at a point where you can have a cold calling team so you don't have to do it. Um, <laughs> there's, there's, you could even mine leads, you know, and, and do that kind of thing and go find other Yeah, and email them. And, I mean, there's, there's so many you know, ways yeah, to do so outreach. Much. Like you can do cold emails, you can do cold Facebook messages, you can do cold LinkedIn messages, you can cold call. You, like it's basically any way of reaching out. You could literally go outside and meet people on the street and like stop them in the street and try and sell your product. Like that's direct to offer yeah. campaigns, basically. Exactly. <laughs> like you, you could do that. Right. And something that's really important is like volume of that. Like if you right. go and you do one or two of those a day, like, okay, great. You know? Um, but if you can go and do a hundred or a thousand a day, I mean, that would yeah. just be awesome. Like almost necessary. Right. Cause it's, yeah the more volume you put out there, the more people you're going to reach and then the more people you can sell. And if your offer and your value and your copy is good enough, then you'll hopefully be able to sell a higher percentage of the people that you contact. Right. And the amount of times you outreach, you're going to learn, right? Like it's like optimize, optimizing any sales campaign. You try and initiate a transaction and they decline and you learn and they decline and you learn. And you see, okay, everyone says yes to this first thing. Like everyone clicks on the ad or everyone says, oh yeah, I want to learn more. So send me to the sales call. But in at that point, it ends and no one wants to go any further. So I need to fix my headline on my sales page or whatever. Like you're going to have to work that out. But by doing the volume, you in turn make your volume more valuable because you get better at it. So it's exactly. been all around. <clears throat> right. And you're going to get rejection after rejection after rejection. Like I work in sales right now and I work in a physical store where people come in to look at the product that I'm selling. So these aren't even cold leads. These are like warm leads, if not even hot leads, you know. Yeah. And they're coming in looking for my product. All I have to do is take them to the right one and sell it to them <laughs> and get them to pull the trigger that day. So, but even at that, like... I could talk to, literally, I could talk to 50 people in a day and close maybe like 10 of those people, you know, and get like a 20% close rate, right? Which, Which is, is amazing. good, <laughs> you know, that's pretty good. But I could also have days where I talk to 50 people and not a single one of them buys and they all leave and I make zero money. Like it can go up and down and it's just my job to be the best salesman so that I can qualify my prospect, get them into the right product get them to pull the trigger and then make sure they're taken care of through the whole process until they're satisfied and they're done. Right. Um, and then if they have problems later on, they call me and I help them out. You know, I've had that before. So it's really sell as much as you can to as many people and then make sure you're have enough good enough sales copy where you can close as many of those people. Right. Yeah. And, and I there's would say so many different ways to do it. The other thing that's really important is not just, selling it like you can have amazing sales copy and all this stuff but if your product ends up sucking then that's really bad <laughs> because they really will bad. never buy again and they will tell everyone else to also not buy because you raise right. their expectations up to here you should deliver above that you should your delivery should be better than your sales copy and your sales copy should be amazing so if that gives you any hints exactly like you um, got to deliver the value more than what they expect like raise their expectation 
and then exceed it after they receive receive that thing. Yeah. And I'm not saying lower the expectation and then know that you're gonna exceed that. Like, <laughs> like set it high, set it high. Be like, this thing is awesome, and then make sure the process of them receiving this product and having the product or whatever is so good that they're like, wow, this is even better than I expected. And they yeah, will come back to exactly. you again and again and again, and they will send everybody they know to you. Um, which, if you can have that type of recur- return um, customer and that kind of like lifetime value, plus acquiring all these new customers from that, like that is wealth. That is where you build fortunes. So yeah. don't forget about the value side of this thing. Don't build cheap products that break unless they're meant to. I listen to this. <laughs> There was this company that made these rings, and they were just cheap rings. They were, like, made out of some weird material that you could crush with your finger, basically. Cheap ring. And what they did, listen to this, they advertised it as a ring that would absorb energy, bad energy from your body. And when it absorbed enough bad energy, it would break, and it would pull that energy out of you. And so what happened was a lot of people started buying these rings and they started breaking. And they're like, wow, I have a lot of bad energy. I need to go buy more rings so I can pull this energy out of me. <laughs> Genius. That's okay. just a scam. Okay, that's just... That is a scam. <laughs> that is a scam. Nobody likes that. But it is pretty genius. Please that's, don't go do that. that. Is, you know, make respect, something valuable. <laughs> but no respect. Like, that, that's, right? that's really something. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so make sure you deliver value. Don't go... Yeah. Don't go scamming people, please. Um, yeah, anyway. And there's... there's so... I mentioned right there that there's, there's, in my job, there's, I have inbound sales. So I'm in a place, people come in and I talk to them. So there's inbound and outbound where inbound is going to be kind of your more natural traffic. So people coming to your page naturally, people talking to you, coming into your store, you know, however you're working at, whether brick and mortar or not, you're going to be people that are coming to you without you reaching out to them. Whereas outbound sales mostly I would say but like, mostly yeah like inbound sales is a result of your marketing so like you can reach out to people like giving away free value in your marketing and then they come in themselves and say hey I want to buy something like right that's it's like technically you reached out to them but yes like it's an inbound sale yeah it's more like outbound would be more like you're calling them you're messaging them you're right emailing them you know you're doing the reaching out whereas instead of them seeing something of yours and going oh i'm gonna go check this out myself right it's exactly. you know, those are the two different ones um which if you can't i mean do both i mean absolutely put out uh, put out offer put out marketing put out all these different things you know your ads or whatever and then let them come to you but also reach out to them go cold calling go emailing go um, message people on LinkedIn or on Instagram or on Facebook, like whatever, go and reach out to as many people as you can while still building some inbound sales because you're going to just get more people. Right, exactly. Yeah. So once you have people coming in, like so far we've basically been talking about front end sales because you have to get people coming into the business first. Like these are your, like you create a sale and now you have a customer. And a lot of people stop right there, which is a huge mistake. So like you create an outbound campaign and you get a bunch of people come in and they all buy something from you and that's it. Like they they bought your offer, your product, and then maybe you hope they come back and buy it again because it was so good. But 
The thing is, you just collected all those email addresses. Like, why wouldn't you go and try and sell something else to them on the back end, something even more expensive, or maybe it's a program, or maybe it's a, um, like a, an event or something that's far more expensive. Uh, I think Russell Brunson does this really well. You can go to basically any of his offers, like go buy his book, and you'll start getting emails about his events and stuff that are like a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's so like he makes all of his money not from his ten dollar book, but from his thousand dollar thing and his hundred dollar a month software. And like, like that's where he's making money is on the back end. And so if if your sales process only includes a front end offer, like you need to rethink because. You, can, you make so much more money on the back end. And it's like the advertising, quote unquote, is free because you own their emails. Like you have it in this big old list and you just click send and all of a sudden a thousand people or whatever get an email saying, hey, come buy this. And <laughs> it didn't cost you a dime. Right? Like how great yeah, is that? Yeah. <laughs> and if you're, just, if you're just starting, like you're just starting a business, you don't have to have the back end set up completely like right at the start like you can start yeah. selling your front end offer and just sell that and sell that and sell that but make sure you're collecting emails while you do that so you can build up your email list yeah. which is where you can make a lot of money too. build up those emails and then you can get you know your six seven figures gone and then you have this back end that you've kind of built up over time um, with different offers different products and you can start emailing these people and say hey you know how you love this thing well come back i've got this awesome new offer that i'm offering to all the people that have purchased here and it's going to be so like for example let's say you sold um let's say you sold like water bottles like you have water bottles or custom or something like that you have these water bottles and you sell these water bottles and they come with an extra lid and straw or something like that that's your offer boom and then you start selling these things out, you know, and you get them out. And then you get all these customers and then you get all these emails. And then later on you offer them, you're like, hey, we've got these new thermoses. They're a little bit heavy duty. They're going to cost a little bit more, but man, they keep your drinks really, really warm. And I'll get you one of these and I'll get you one free if you come buy it within the next week or whatever. You know, you can do something like that. Yeah, exactly. And so you offer this okay. stuff back end and you'd be like, maybe we'll offer like filtration packets so you can go filter your water through a river, you <laughs> exactly, know, exactly. like yeah. you could pull out this back end offer and their initial offer was like 20 bucks, but this back end deal, this thing that you're selling now, you could offer this whole thing, it'd be a hundred bucks, you know, and then they're like, whoa, I've got this water, I love this water bottle, it works well, what if I got these thermoses and these water filtration, it's like, I can use those for my water bottle and still have my thermos, you know, and go hiking with it, whatever you want, but <laughs> it's this back end stuff that, and you didn't, the thing is, you didn't have to go advertise to sell that new thing, you just contacted your email list, you already sold those people, you already paid for their, their money, so... Now you just email them and say, hey, check this out. And then you can get, you know, X amount of people to go buy that. And you make all your back-end money and it can work really, really well. Yep, exactly. Yeah, so that's basically front-end versus back-end sales. Um, something that you should consider is the speed at which you can deliver. Because people are really into fast. I think Amazon is a great example of this. They're trying to get their shipping times to like an hour. <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is crazy like their ideal version is you go and you buy something you create a transaction and you click the button and the second you click the button ding dong like it's at your door, at your door. 
like that that's their ideal situation which may you might think that's impossible but they'll figure it out eventually <laughs> <laughs> they'll have ai software that know what you're gonna buy and they'll deliver it before you even buy it <laughs> <laughs> or just delivers everything on amazon and it just knows like as soon as you go to amazon.com it just sends you everything on amazon <laughs> yeah whichever one you click on it just like rings the doorbell without anyway <laughs> so uh yeah just be be quick to deliver um i actually want to talk a little bit about hani we are drop shipping directly from china with hani and it takes like we're trying to get it down but right now it's like a month to get these things out and so what we're gonna do is since we can't control necessarily how quickly it ships from China, we are going to send them a postcard. So like as soon as they order, we're sending them something. Because first of all, they're going to receive something, like a real thing, in their mailbox. Oh, wow. Yeah, these guys are legit. They're not just scamming me out of my money. Like, good. Like, right. That's number one goal. Mm-hmm. And then plus we're going to have like a QR code on there or something to deliver some free value so that they kind of build that relationship with us. Um, but like, I would say as soon as someone buys, send out an email, like people will decide whether to stay with you or whether to not stay with you based on what happens between the sale and the reception of value, basically (laughs) like, right. They, people decide really quickly if they like you or not. And so that period immediately after the sale needs to be really good. So send them emails, whatever, like just give them some value, just something has to be in place and you'll learn what your customers like. But that's what we're planning right now with Hani is to deliver a postcard besides having some emails, I'm sure. So basically there's, we've talked about branding, we talked about sales and there's, there's also marketing and we're going to go into that into the next episode, but marketing and sales kind of go hand in hand and i feel like some people sometimes get confused on which to do first um yeah because marketing is going to be like your call your ads like you're pushing out to different markets you're pushing your brand out there you're trying to sell to these types of people so what you're you you can market without selling but to do that initially with a business is not the best because you're marketing, you're providing value. Um, I'll give you an example here in a sec. And you're not going to be profitable because you're not making any money. You're not selling things. So it'd right. be like we had a company called um, Skeena. And Skeena <laughs> was, a, was a t-shirt company that we started like a lot of people do. They're like, oh, let's go make t-shirts. Um, so we, went, we made t-shirts. And all we did to market with that was just post on social media platforms. So let's post it here, let's post it on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Like, let's just post all this stuff and get all this stuff out there. So we were, we were marketing to an audience and we were pushing out our, our brand, right? We're pushing out who we are, we're pushing out our designs, we're pushing out our logos, all this kind of stuff. And all that did was provide zero value <laughs> and yep. hit almost nobody like we had very tiny audience and of course we made no sales because we weren't selling we were just marketing so we made no sales for any of that 
we had a very tiny audience. And to even think of trying to market and grow to the extent where we could be profitable just off pushing our stuff out there and letting them come to our store, hitting that brick wall, and some people buying, it would have taken years and yeah. years and years of just pushing out content constantly and consistently and as you know as much as possible. And it's just, I mean, you've got to sell first. Yeah. You got to sell. You can market, but you got to sell while you market. Right. Or else it's going to take you a long time. You can provide value, sure. But at the same time, they have to pull out their credit card. They have to make your business profitable or else you're just going to be providing value and getting nothing in return to sustain your actual business. Right, which like in, in a sense, you can build a business completely off of marketing. Like technically Alex Ramosi is doing that right now with acquisition.com. He's not asking for anything. He just says, hey, if you're over $3 million in sales, then you can come apply and we'll work with you. But like he's not he's not running ads, he's nothing. It's completely organic. His growth is 100% organic, which is like fine. That's great. But yeah. it took him I mean years. His podcast has been going for years of just delivering really high quality content. Mm-hmm. Like really high quality stuff and he's been Let delivering alone. for years. And just let alone now, before this, sorry to cut you off. Like let no, alone before fine. this, he was he was running a gym and gym launch and all these other companies that was running. That he was running ads. He was profitable. He right, was you know exactly. An acquisition. He had the money, so he just switched it, like he said. And it took him still years to just grow that. Yeah, exactly. And only recently. Did he start to explode? I mean, we've watched his subscribers like probably double in the last year, you know? Yeah. Like, but it took him, I think like he's been posting his podcast for like five years (laughs) since like 2018 or 2017 or something. It's like he started giving away free value a long time ago. And Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like with this podcast right now, we're not going to try and sell anything for a long time there's there's no need like we just want to give away free value and give away free value and give away free value and eventually we hope that we'll have a big audience of people who we can help really well and then we'll roll out and roll out an offer to those people that will provide them with the value that they really need like how to start a business on your first try without screwing anything up like I would buy that. <laughs> you know? well, like yeah, if we exactly. can create if... that offer and deliver, heck yeah, we're selling that to you guys. But <laughs> awesome. it's gonna be a while, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So he not he he created. He was pr- the reason he could just start delivering free value is because he already had something set up where he didn't have to rely on the free value growth. You know, he was already right. he already had he could pay his bills basically. And and his like private jet bills, but yeah, and his private jet bills and stuff. And <laughs> and then he was able to go. Okay, I want to switch. I no longer want to grow my income. Really, um, this might not have been his train of thought, but I want to grow. I instead of growing my income, I want to grow um, other people's financial knowledge. And so he went and he turned and he just started pushing out free value. In return, there's 
tons of people that I'm sure have signed up for his program and has made him tons of money, you know? Yeah, like absolutely. That's his kind of total goal. Like, I'm going to make more money off this because I'm providing so much off the law of reciprocity, right? right? So, but he's still, he's put out so much free value that not only is it beneficial to those who may not even reach that point, but it's so beneficial to those that have started and are reaching that point. And then at that point, they can go and they can work with him if they'd like, and he still makes more money. So yep. with helping so many people along the way. Um, exactly. But you got to sell. You got to sell stuff. You can't market for the rest of your life. You got to yeah. make money too. Um, I mean, you can help as many people as possible. Like that's really kind of why we're here to just help people, right? But to help people, you got to have money. Like that's the sad truth. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, beneficial in both cases. You're helping people with money while they're paying you money, but at the same time, you got to be profitable and so you can grow and help more people. Right, exactly. Which, like, that's why this podcast isn't the only thing we're doing. Like, we're we are starting Hani, and we, like, I I am literally in the process of mining leads for um, another business. Like, we are doing things that are going to we're going to sell directly, like direct to offer campaigns. This right here is just we're trying to get an early start (laughs) on on building that audience and and marketing basically like this is marketing for us and eventually in maybe 10 years we'll be able to really cash in on it but right now it's just free and it right. literally just it's just us spending time with no return yet exactly um so yeah i mean that's basically it you got to sell to people you got to provide the value to them after they sell, after they pull out their credit card and pay you money. And then you've got to take that and sell again and again using, you know, back-end sales. And right. there's all sorts of different ways to do it. You know, you build your brand, you liquefy that goodwill, you're able to sell these people, deliver the value, and then go on to eventually market and market that and create more goodwill. Right. Anyway... We hope you enjoyed this. We're going to learn more about this as we go on. And I'm sure in another year, we'll probably make another podcast about sales that is saying how much of idiots we are right now. But right now, this is what we know. So (laughs) we hope you enjoyed. And we also hope that you have a super successful day.